episode five of the Addiction Podcast or Addiction Show. Hello, my name is Tata and I am an addict. Thank you for listening to the show. I'll start by giving the uh, contact information, which I've not been doing. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com is how you can reach me. I'll say that again. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com. Thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. I hope it, it brings some meaning to your life. I hope it uh, does something useful for you. So far, I have just been recounting my personal experiences with my gambling addiction. I am a gambling addict. As I have said in previous episodes, uh, please listen to those as well. It's a bit of a storyline forming. So if you're listening to this episode as your first, um, you'd benefit from listening to the first four episodes so far. Um, hear my story, hear what I'm going through right now. Not my story as in what happened years ago, but my story as in what's happening as I speak, actually. It is Monday, um, December 4th, 2023. Still dealing with uh, my addiction like everybody else. I tried to do some research on other forms of addiction and how people experience them. Uh, I can only speak from my vantage point, my, my, my experience of being a gambling addict, um, what I go through on a daily basis, especially what I go through prior to ending up gambling. As I've stated before, my, uh, my specific addiction is to poker. Sounds trivial, sounds simple, um, but it's real. It, it's wrecked havoc on my financial life. Put me in such a deficit. Um, it'll be years for me to dig out of it, but I am committed to doing just that, and I will do just that. Um, I take one step forward and three steps back. I take four steps forward and eight steps back. That's been happening for years. But this show, this podcast, is one step towards my recovery. Um, I'm a fairly stubborn guy. Uh, I, I don't like to feel like I, I submit to anyone or anything. Um, joining um, a Gamblers Anonymous meeting would be useful to me, but I refuse to do that. I know I am an addict. I agree to the fact that I'm an addict. There is no doubt about it. Just the idea of, of being a part of something that I have to give myself into, you know, that there's a level of submission involved. Um, I struggle with that, and I openly admit it. I well, not openly. I don't tell anybody, but I struggle with that. And that's why I created this space, this show, this podcast for people like myself who need the help, who want the help, but whether it's shame, ego, pride, whatever it is, just refuse to, to accept that form of help. This is a space for you to be able to commune with others and support each other. 
we're just at the beginning, um, just at the beginning stages. All it takes is one listener here, two listeners there, three listeners there, contributing, calling in. I do not have a phone number yet, so for now, the only way you can reach me is by email. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com. But listening to this, listening to my experience, understanding you are not alone, the way you feel is not unique. I believe it matters. This podcast has stopped me over the last few days from walking into a casino and gambling away my rent, gambling away my payments on obligations I had, because I am committed not to lie to you, the audience. There are some things I will not share, but I will not lie to you. If I slip up and end up gambling, I will come on here and I will tell you because I want you to hold me accountable. You know, there's nothing you can do to me, but knowing you, the listening audience, are out there, it's a way of keeping myself accountable. All right? And if you're someone who is struggling with this, someone who is going through a rough time, I hope you understand and you know that you are not alone. And there are many, many others out there, millions probably, going through what you are going through. Some have come out on the other side of it, and some have not. You know, And this is a way for us to commune. This is a way for you to, to reach out to someone. I am a nobody from nowhere. I hope to be just the uh, focal point around which we all gather. So, update on myself. Um, I mentioned to you that when I got paid uh, end of the month, first thing I had to do was pay my rent, which I went in and I did. I gambled away my IRS payment last month, so I am behind on that. I have to make that payment with my next paycheck. I shall. But here's what happened to me. Here's the the struggle I've had recently. So I went in and I made my payment with my, my card, my debit card. But for some reason, I did not realize that they did not actually collect the money at the time. So the lady at the desk... Uh, uh, office told me, hey, yeah, everything is good. You've, you've, you've paid up. You're fine. And then I look into my account the other day, yesterday, and what do I see? All of the money still in there. It's Sunday. I made my payment on a Friday, I believe it was. Whether there's delay at the bank or whatever, the payment hasn't actually processed yet. So I still have access. I had access to that money. And yesterday... For a good chunk of the day, I'm sitting thinking about various ways I could have a good hand at a poker table. Specifically, I kept thinking about this one hand. For those of you who play poker, you don't understand. I decided to play a five, six of five and six of hearts, and the 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 pan plays out. And there is a straight flush on the board. I have the lower end of it. 
and somebody else has the king and queen of hearts. So they have the higher end of it. So I have the losing hand. But we are in a casino with the jackpot. So even though I lose that hand and I lose all of my chips, the table hits the jackpot. And I walk away with $40,000 with for hitting the jackpot. That's what I kept thinking yesterday, right? And when I realized I still had that money in my account, I felt that urge strongly to go and gamble in the hopes of making money to alleviate the, the deficit I've put myself in. I still want it to go. And I talked about this in the last episode. It's an ongoing struggle. It doesn't really stop. It doesn't really stop. And as I said before, I don't do this to make money. I don't need to do this to make money. I earn a good living. I am in a massive deficit right now. I'm in debt right now because of my gambling. But I do earn a good living. If I did not gamble, I'd be living a great life. But I do gamble. I am an addict. And I was talking myself into thinking, if I just went for an hour, sat down at that table, bought in for $1,000 at the poker table, I could walk away with 5000 And there goes all of my immediate troubles. Same thought I had in the last episode, as I told you, the listening audience. Same thought. I have already paid my rent. The money hasn't come out yet, but I have made that payment. And of course, that money vanished today because it was just a processing thing with my uh, uh, complex's bank, I guess. So... I didn't. I did not go and gamble, which I have done before, by the way. In a similar situation, I have gone and gambled and lost. And have to make up my rent payment with my next check. Right? I'm doing that right now with my IRS payment, but there's only so long I can do this with the IRS before they just reach for my, my paycheck and start taking 25%, which I know will happen. I am so in such a deficit, I know it will happen. But hey, this is not a pity party about me. <laughs> I love that pity party. It's not a pity party about me. It's not for you to feel sorry for my situation. That is not what this is about at all. We, as addicts, have to in every way possible not make ourselves a burden to society i can screw with my life and do anything i want to screw with my life as long as i do not become a burden to the people around me or a burden to society have at it but we all know we want to do better for now i'm speaking just about gambling i will be talking about other forms of addiction i am learning about those and as i know more as i learn more as i communicate with more people to to understand what they go through i will talk more about those hopefully i'll bring someone on who can talk about that 
right? People who support addicts and 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 help try to help them recover, people who have to deal with addicts and 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 deal with the struggle, who are affected by it negatively, sponsors, uh, doctors, anyone that can provide some insight into what is going on in our brains, to to allow for this behavior, this disease. I would love to talk to anyone who can provide some more insight, right? But we can't be a burden. We, we, this is a choice. It is a disease that manifests in decision-making. It is a choice. Whether we can talk about the impulse, we can talk about uh, a lack of control. At the end of the day, the disease manifests itself in the form of us making a choice. I make a choice every single time I go and gamble. The mental gymnastics I go through to get to that choice doesn't matter. It is a choice. And that's why people who are not addicts do not have much sympathy for us. And they shouldn't, right? Call it tough love, call it whatever. They shouldn't because we put ourselves in this position. I put myself in this position. I can't blame anybody else. The fact that it is called a disease doesn't absolve me of culpability, doesn't absolve me of responsibility, right? What do I expect from anyone else around me? Let's say they feel sorry, okay? They feel sorry, then what? Let's say they feel bad for my situation, then what? I can't ask anyone else to fix this for me. It has to come from within. It has to come from me being able to manage the situation step by step, right? I have to find a way of doing this and you have to find a way of doing this. If you are someone who struggles with gambling, as I do, the first thing you have to ask yourself, first thing, are you an addict? Look at your life, look at your finances, right? Look at the impact that your gambling has on your finances and ask yourself, are you an addict? Where could you be in life if you did not gamble? What would you have achieved with your money if you did not gamble? I said in a couple of episodes ago, if I gambled away 1% or 2% of my income, I'd be good. I'd be okay. It would not have any material impact on my life. Money is money. It does matter. But it wouldn't have a material impact in my life. Gambling away 20, 30% of my income, that has an impact on my life. That matters. Ask yourself the same thing. Look at how much of the money you have, you have earned, you worked so hard for, or you inherited, however you got your money. Look at how much of it you have lost, given away, 
gambling, whether you're playing poker, betting on horses, betting on sports, whatever it is, whatever form of gambling you're going through, ask yourself, the, add it up. I knew I was afraid of doing that at one point. I, didn't, I did not want to do a tally of how much I'd lost. Let's just say it's enough to buy a house for cash in most of the United States of America. Not in California where I am, but most of the USA, I could buy a house for cash with the money I've lost gambling. Would that make a difference in my life? Absolutely. Is it something that I regret? Absolutely. So start there. Am I an addict? Ask yourself that question. Am I an addict? Because nothing happens in terms of managing this disease, dealing with this disease. Nothing happens before you answer that question. I am no doctor. I'm no psychologist. I am speaking from personal experience. Once you can answer yes to that, then the process begins. I said before, it can be a situation to manage the gambling or to stop the gambling, set it aside and move on to live a joyful and happy life. I want to live a joyful and happy life. I do not want to have this mountain of debt following me for the next 10, 20 years. I admit I have a gambling problem. I am an addict. What do I do to recover from it? Obviously, I have the debt side of it. That's one thing, dealing with the debt I've accumulated because of it. But then there is what I do to prevent myself from repeating the behavior over and over again going forward. I've done it before. I, I, I stopped gambling for about 11 months, largely due to my girlfriend, but I did stop. So I know I can do it, but I also know the urge never goes away. It never goes away because during those 11 months, I felt the urge to do it almost on a daily basis. I enjoy playing poker. I can sit at that poker table for half a day and longer even and just play poker. I enjoy it immensely. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You can play it for fun, right? It's doing it a little too much. That's the problem. My inability to stop, that's the problem. So poker by itself is not the issue. It is not the issue. My inability to stop gambling, my inability to walk away, doing it just a little too much, that's the issue. And I know that. So if I tell myself, hey, never do it, just, you know, clean break, stop, cold turkey, you're done. Could I do that? Okay, maybe I'd, I could. How long would it last? How long could I hold out? Could it be another 11 months? Could it be 18 months? Could it be three years? And then when I go back, 
how bad will it be? Because I can tell you, when I went back after those 11 months, the pace with which I was gambling was faster than it was before. The amount of money I was losing was greater than it was before. So I have to take a different approach. I have to have a means of accountability. Something that, that, that keeps me from either doing it at all or keeps me from doing it just a little too much. It cannot be that I only stay away because I don't have the money. It has to be that I stay away when I do have the money and I still don't do it. That is the test. It is rough. I can tell you it is rough. I was at work the other day and everyone around me was talking about how much they gambled when they went to the casino. This other person had just come back from Las Vegas. They were talking about how much they were betting on the football game, how much they were betting on the NBA game. It was just talk of gambling all around me. But this is work. I can't get away from it. I can deal with it. It doesn't make me want to go gamble. Honestly, it doesn't. But it's all around me. I don't bet on games, football, basketball, soccer, whatever. I don't bet on games. It's not my thing. I don't. I don't. I, it, there's no appeal for me. Um, I know there are people who lose their livelihoods doing that. Um, you know, I, I, it means nothing to me. But it's all around me. And I was looking at TV as well. Same story. The NFL is is. is I just finished watching the. Um, Bengals play the Jaguars, and what do you see on the screen? Big old betting promotion. Any podcast you listen to is probably sponsored by DraftKings, Fine Jewel, uh, uh, Underdog Fantasy, one of them, right? Is there anything with, wrong with that? No. Most people are not gambling away their, their life savings. They make little bets here and there, and their life goes on. But for those of us who have this this disease, I hesitate to call it a disease because it's one of those words that just, uh, I guess you call it a, a trigger word for some people, right? It, 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 they, 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 not, not the addict themselves, but the people around them. It, it almost seems like a cop-out. That 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 we're taking the shifting the blame from ourselves onto this thing that that is a that is out of our control and, and as such we, we we don't we can't be blamed because it is disease the disease made me do it no uh, I, that's not what's going on here that's why I hesitate using that word because as I said it, the, the responsibility falls on us this is my choice my doing my burden to bear. But you have all these things around us that say, hey, gamble, 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 bet, bet, bet. How do you resist it? How do you stay away? How do you keep yourself from succumbing to, how, how, how do you stop yourself from just, you know, a little bit, let me, let me just throw $100 on this game. It's a, it's a, I don't even know how, how they how it works. It's a, it's a plus, what was the guy saying at work the other day? It's a plus 180. 
So you bet 100, you get back 180, so you really walk away with $280. For a lot of people, that seems like a tremendous win. And eh, it's 100 bucks, why don't I just do it? All right? Oh, it's a plus 300. You bet 100, you win four. Oh my God, look at how much money I could make. Just placing a bet, I don't have to do anything, I just watch the game. I get entertained by the game, I get stressed out watching it go back and forth, and I end up with a win at the end, hopefully, and I make money. Who says no to that? But if you're someone who can't stop from betting on one, two, three games, and then you go back because you lost and you want to make up for the money you lost, so you bet a little bit more on this game, and the NFL is over, it's Monday night, no more football until Thursday. So you go, you know what, let me bet on the NBA in-season tournament. So you, you put money on that, hoping to make money from the, the money you lost on the NFL. And then you lose that and you go, damn, maybe I should stop. And then Thursday comes around and you see more, more games and you go, oh, wow, this one is a lock. There's no way I'm going to lose this. And you put money on that. You put as much money as you have lost in the previous four or five bets and you lose that, or you win, actually, which is worse. You win, and it makes you want to keep doing it, and you lose everything you've won and more. That's what happens. That is what happens. The mental gymnastics we go through to convince ourselves that what we're doing is just a little bit, and it's okay, and then before you know it, you're down the rabbit hole. It's tough. It's tough. But we have to find a way to cope. You are not alone. There are thousands and thousands of people like you out there. I am one of them. The struggle is something you do not have to bear on your own. Even if you're someone who goes to a meeting, I hope this space, this, this show, this recording is something you can leverage to improve on yourself. All right? I haven't provided you with any solutions to this issue. But I hope when you hear what other people are going through, it can help you. I just went through this. Luckily, and it's all luck, I resisted. Partly because I have to come on here and talk to you, the audience, and tell you what has happened to me and explain myself. I'm using you to hold myself accountable. You do not have to deal with this alone. There is shame attached. Tremendous shame attached because of all the things we could have done that we didn't do or can't do. All the responsibilities we have that we are not able to fulfill because we gambled away all of our money. But you are not alone. And uh, there's hope in the future. Like I said, it's all about living a joyful life, you know, to live free of this worry, this anxiety, this shame. There's joy in that. 
There will be a lot more to discuss. Thank you for listening. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com is the email. You can reach out to me, tell your stories, whatever it is you got to say. Tell me I am wasting my time. Tell me I am giving bad advice or whatever. I'm open to listening. I am, I am a blank slate and I will take it all in. But hopefully it is a little bit of something that you can you can use in your own way. Still working on that phone number. Um, hopefully I can get one soon. Oh, thank you, by the way, to the few people who have listened. I believe we are up to six listeners now. Uh, there seem to be about three who listen to just about every episode. Thank you for that. Um, again, I hope this podcast means something to you and is helpful to you in any way at all. I'm going to try to be uh, more frequent with it. I currently do uh, Mondays and Fridays, but I'll try to to do Monday through Thursday this week to see how that goes. I don't want to get out here and just ramble. I, I don't I don't plan this show. I don't write anything down. I just get on here, turn it on, and I talk and uh, share my experience, speak from the heart. So I'll be back tomorrow and um, giving you my experience. I'll be doing a little bit of research, keep doing the research I've been doing on different forms of addiction. And hopefully I can provide something that is helpful and useful to you. I'll end the way I start always. Hello, my name is Tata. I am an addict and you're listening to the Addiction Podcast. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll be back next time.